I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. At 11 a.m. on November 11th, 1918, the guns of World War I were supposed to cease their firing. 11, 11, 11. It had been called the war to end all wars. <laughs> it didn't. But what lessons can we learn from it? Well, this will be a spiritual lesson, to be sure. But before we begin, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me on the top spot on the internet for coffee with a cleric, who also happens to be a U.S. Marine. And that plays into today being Veterans Day, Armistice Day, or whatever your nation calls it. You know, my goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Also, join our email list. You'll get a free copy of my book, Count to One, God's Plan for Christian Unity, and you'll get Mornings with Bishop Robert sent directly to your inbox each morning. And there's lots of other great benefits too, so just Click the link in the description, you'll find out all about it. Well, if you ask me, I believe General Dwight D. Eisenhower drew a line through the phrase, the war to end all wars, by observing that no one has yet explained how war prevents war. Yeah, war doesn't end war. In fact, quite the opposite, unfortunately. So what then are we to learn from the wars that have been fought? Well, let's begin with a verse that establishes the foundational context. We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. That's going to take some unpacking. The ground floor of living out today's title of duty, honor, Christ, is rejoicing. When I talk about the choice to rejoice, and I apply it to life's painful situations, I'm not being either melodramatic or masochistic. It's a sense of duty that draws a man, woman, boy, or girl into a circumstance where facing suffering and persecution is a very real possibility. But duty needs a foundation, too. And for followers of Jesus... That sense of duty is based upon the call to join him. Christ came and willingly suffered for us. The path to the cross was not a walk in the park. And yet Jesus embraced it because of the joy that was set before him. He rejoiced in what his suffering would produce. A means of escape from the bondage of sin and death. It was the exchange of one life for many. 
and we're called to rejoice in our suffering because of what it produces. Endurance, yes, to be sure, but endurance produces character. Character produces hope. The endurance and character strengthen us as we become what Christ has called us to be, the voice of hope to a lost and dying generation. Duty is sharing the call of our Master. Duty is willingly embracing the call of self-sacrifice for a higher purpose. Saying, like the Apostle Paul said, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection, willingly sharing in his sufferings and even being willing to become like him in his death. Honor is displayed in the willing embrace of the mission. And even, and perhaps especially, when that mission involves sacrifice. You see, our mission is to carry the message of salvation by walking in the power of the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. He invites us to join him in throwing down the one who accuses us day and night. And the Bible reports the reasons will be proven successful, it says we'll conquer our enemy by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony, and by not loving our lives so much that we shy away from death. We rejoice in our sufferings because they produce life. And that's a worthy lesson to recall on any day, but most especially on this day. What encouragement is there for those who embrace the duty of the call and the honor of the mission? Well, the knowledge that we need not fear those who can destroy the body, but then have nothing else they can do. The promise that even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you'll be blessed. The understanding that this light and Momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory that, well, that's beyond all comparison. The certainty that after you've suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who's called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. What encouragement is there for those who embrace the duty of the call and the honor of the mission? Well, the answer can be summed up in a single word. Christ. Death is certain. In the final analysis, the question of how one died is really of little importance. The question that carries significance the one that underscores the value contained in one's death is simply this. How did they live? Duty. Honor. Christ. The bottom line is, there are some battles worth fighting, worth winning at whatever the cost. Blessed is the one who remains steadfast under trial. For when we've stood the test, we'll receive the crown of life, which God has promised 
to those who love him. (sighs) Friend, I'm compelled to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and help them get to know him and his word personally and better. Will you help me? Please like this video. It'll help more people see it. Then click follow or subscribe so that you and I can get together every day. Join our mailing list. Get Mornings with Bishop Robert delivered to your inbox every day. And and one more thing. Share this video with a friend. Because as you do, you're part of the team. Touching more than a million hearts all over the world with the love of Jesus. Thank you for helping.